0: you're in a 500 calorie deficit, you're eating less calories than you burn on a day-to-day basis, you're getting your steps in, you're doing your workouts, your sleep is amazing, you're making amazing progress week after week after week until suddenly, bam, you hit a wall and you hit a plateau and you're no longer losing weight. What should you do? Well, in today's video, I'm gonna tell you. So without any further ado, let's just jump straight into it. Now, before we even consider making adjustments or changes to your diet and lifestyle, we first have to make sure that we're actually doing things properly because I see this so, so often amongst people who I'm trying to help, my, my clients. These are the four questions I ask them every single time we hit a plateau because I see so many people make these super common mistakes which is most likely why your fat loss journey has come to a halt or why you're not losing any fat anymore. So one by one, I'll go through everything and And the first question I ask them is, are you tracking your food every single day? And I know this is a pretty common question to ask, like of course I'm tracking my food every single day, but you'd be surprised, like normal people just think that the weekends are like this magical two-day period where like nothing matters. Like they'll have their weekdays, Monday through Friday, they're super strict with their diets, they have their meal prep ready, they're eating super healthy, I am doing their protein, their fruits, their vegetables, their carbs and fats, they're eating all the good stuff, right? But then come Friday nights, come the weekends, they just like flip a switch and just like completely neglect their diets. They go out on the weekends, Friday nights, Saturday nights, they have some drinks, they have some pizza, they have some hot dogs, they neglect their sleep, they pull (laughs) all-nighters. And then come Sunday morning and Monday morning, they wake up feeling super bloated and super heavy and ask themselves like, why have I not lost any weight? And one thing I want you guys to keep in mind, and the reason why this is such an important question to ask yourself is because instead of thinking on like a day-to-day basis, like are you in a deficit today? Are you on a deficit on Tuesday, on Wednesday and Thursday? Think of more of like a weekly scale. So think of your weekly average. Are you in a calorie deficit on a week-to-week basis? Because what often happens is that you may be in a calorie deficit from Monday through Friday. Let's say you're eating 2,000 calories and your maintenance calories is 2,500, it's like, okay, you're in a calorie deficit, you're in a 500 calorie deficit, Monday through Friday, but then come Saturday and Sunday, you may have this massive cheat day on a Saturday, and you have this massive cheat day on a Sunday as well, and those added calories on top of your maintenance can actually take you out of a deficit for the entire week, which could literally ruin all your progress like, literally ruin all your progress. And I know I always say that, oh, one bad day won't hurt your progress, but if you do that every single week, and if the cheat day or even cheat meal is so large that it actually takes you out of that deficit, then yeah, it's most likely gonna take you out of a deficit and could unfortunately ruin all your progress. Which I know it sucks to say because we all like to have fun on the weekends, but I want you guys to keep in mind that the weekends are pretty like relatively modern invention. I think they only came around around 100 years ago. Ago in the 1920s, sometime in England. So it's a pretty modern invention. And just from an evolutionary standpoint, it's like our bodies don't know the difference between a weekday and a weekend. Like calories don't magically just like not exist on a Saturday. Like as soon as the clock strikes past midnight on Friday nights, like it doesn't just magically mean like, oh, there we go, diet out the window, no more calories, no calories exist anymore. Like, of course not. Your body is still aware whether or not you're consuming calories or not. So please don't take this lightly. Don't treat your weekend like the special two-day celebration because, again, your body will know whether or not you're eating more calories or not. So keep that in mind, guys. Make sure that you track every single day and make sure that, of course, you hit your calories and macros every single day. So that could be the first reason. Now, the second one is, are you tracking all of your foods? Not just some of your food, but all of your food. What do I mean by that? Here's exactly what I mean. Are you tracking the ketchups? Are you tracking the condiments that you put on your meals? Are you tracking the small little snacks that you have maybe throughout the house or at work? Like all these small little things may not seem like a huge deal, especially the condiments, but these small little things add up throughout the entire course of the day and throughout the entire course of the week, right? It's like a small little thing of ketchup may not seem like a big deal, but if you don't use, for example, the zero calorie ketchup or the sugar-free ketchup and you add like a bunch of it, because trust me, I've seen people put a lot of ketchup on their fries or on their chicken, whatever maybe, may be, and that could be an easy 50 calories like per serving right and let's say you do that for five meals a day or four meals a day that's like an added 200 calories on top of your meals while you even like keeping track of that right the exact same thing applies with like snacking throughout the day like you may say like oh a handful of peanuts may not be like a big deal especially the peanuts and I see my dad my dad used to do this all the time I used to just like cringe at this every single time because peanuts are considered like somewhat of a healthy food right at least in like the general population like when people think of peanuts they think of like oh health right and they are also coincidentally viewed as a great snacking food, right? Which I think is so dangerous. Like, peanuts in general or even like the trail mix which again sounds super healthy You know, it is super healthy right in moderation but where people go wrong is that when they start snacking on those peanuts like one handful of peanuts can easily be 100 calories which absolutely sucks that's like the worst snack ever instead of snacking on peanuts by the way try snacking on more lower calorie foods, so the impact won't be as severe think of like the boring foods like the celery have fun binging on your diet with celery or like broccoli stocks or carrots or something like that right if you do snack try to snack on like lower calorie options but even if you do do that, keep track of it. like, keep track of the salary that you're snacking on. Keep track of the carrots that you're snacking on. Keep track of everything and do not let it slip through the crack. The exact same thing applies to the sugar and the cream that you put into your morning coffee. If you drink your coffee black like I do, which by the way, I highly recommend. I love my black coffee. But if you put like cream to it and sugar to it, a lot of people just like don't even track that. I'm like, dude, like why aren't you keeping track of that? You know, cream has calories too, right? Sugar definitely has calories too. So why aren't you keeping track of that? They just view it as like, oh, it's my morning coffee. Like I, it doesn't matter. Well, it's like if you have, let's say two to three coffees a day, instead of using milk, you're actually like using actual cream and you're using like a couple tablespoons of sugar into your coffee too. I mean, yeah, that'll definitely add up like throughout the entire span of the week, right? So make sure that you're keeping track of everything. Make sure that you sweat the small stuff, especially the small stuff. We always like to like think of like, okay, I add my meal one for breakfast, meal two for lunch and meal three for dinner. Okay, is that all you ate today? Well, realistically speaking, I also had a couple snacks at around 10 a.m. because Susie at work brought in a couple of donuts, so I had a couple bites of that. And then uh, for lunch, actually, some guy brought in, like, this big Chinese takeout, and there's, like, food all over, and I had a couple spring rolls. Stuff happens, right? And people, people just, like, aren't fully aware of, like, what they put into their mouth. But if you really keep track of everything that you put into your mouth, including drinks— This is where a lot of people go wrong. They don't keep track of their drinks either. They drink their Coke, they drink their Gatorade at the gym, they drink their lemonade, they drink whatever it could be, but they don't account for those calories. So if you do want to drink your calories, or if you do want to drink something that's like not water... Just simply, this is a super easy hack, replace your sugary drinks for just like zero calorie beverages. So instead of having like an actual Coke, have a Diet Coke. Instead of having actual lemonade, have Diet Lemonade. Nowadays, there's so many zero calorie alternatives to your actual sugary drinks, where I think it's quite, there's a word for this, not embarrassing, but like just quite just like weird like why aren't you substituting your sugary drink for a zero calorie option like it makes no sense to me and I get it the taste may not be like the same like my mom always argues she says whenever I get like a diet coke she's like oh it's so disgusting it doesn't taste the same okay sure I I agree it doesn't taste the same but I am willing to accept the fact that okay it may not taste like the actual coke but I'm willing to accept the fact that okay given that this is zero calories given that it satisfies my sweet tooth I am so like I'm like I'm willing to sacrifice some the taste for the zero calories or me having the actual thing and just like wasting 200 calories on a stupid drink that's not even going to fill me up i'd rather eat my calories than drink my calories and so don't make the stupid mistake of drinking your calories it makes no sense to me especially nowadays in 2024 like there are alternatives out there even to like the actual foods and i know some people don't like this but like yeah there's like lower calorie versions of different foods right so there's really no excuses for that i know it kind of went off a tangent there but i see people make this mistake all the time so so the second point is make sure you keep track of everything especially the small stuff. Number three are you tracking accurately? Using measuring cups and using those measuring spoons won't necessarily cut it. I made this mistake in the past before and this was a huge mistake actually but you know like Okay, peanut butter. I mentioned earlier today that a handful of peanuts is like around 100 calories, right? And a lot of people overeat on snacking on peanuts, right? I used to make the exact same mistake when it came to peanut butter. I mean, I've always known about peanut butter as a kid. Obviously, I had peanut butter sandwiches, but when I first got into fitness at around 14 or 15, and I didn't like have this massive kind of like craving for peanut butter ever, but around 14, 15, I started to get a bit more introduced into like peanut butter and stuff. And then I kid you not, I got so obsessed with peanut butter because it was considered as like a healthy food, right? And this was prior to me like really keeping track of my calories and macros. so because I viewed peanut butter as like a healthy source and a lot of people claim it to be a good source of protein when in reality like it's not really a great source of protein it's a great source of fat when it comes to the protein intake it's not even that good especially when it comes to like the ratio between fat and protein like it's definitely not ideal but anyway I got sold into thinking that peanut butter is super healthy for you and it's a great source of protein whatever right I was 14 at the time and I remember literally every single day after school I have tablespoons literally tablespoons of peanut butter every Every single day, and then a couple of months afterwards, I started actually tracking my calories and macros. And then I looked at the back of the label. I'm like, okay, so per serving, it's around 100 calories. One serving is around 15 grams, which is one tablespoon. So I was like, okay, um, I don't have peanut butter on me, but like, just imagine me grabbing like the biggest tablespoon in our kitchen. I was just grabbing like this massive like poof, the gallop of peanut butter. I'm like, okay, that's a tablespoon. Cool. I was so unaware of this, but then later on down the line, when I finally got a food skill. And I measured out one tablespoon of peanut butter, 15 grams. I could, I almost cried. I was, a, I was about to just cry my butt off because I was so sad. Like I was, I was frustrated. I was disappointed. I had so many mixed emotions because every single day after school, I'd have this massive gobble of peanut butter, thinking that it was only hundred calories for this and it's super healthy and high protein. Um, But then when I realized that literally that, the amount that I would actually take was probably more around like around 60 or 80 grams, like a couple servings of that. I was like, wait, I've been having like up to a thousand calories of peanut butter just in one tablespoon. Are you kidding me? So that was a big mistake that I made. And that was kind of like a lesson that I learned the hard way. If I'm going to eat something, I should probably measure it out because if I don't measure it out, I could definitely overdo it. Same thing applies with like cereal. The cereal brand may say per one cup. Okay, you measure out one cup. But sometimes she may do like a heaping cup or same thing like ice cream. This is a big one like it's really difficult to like measure out ice cream in just measuring cups because it mainly goes by weight and not really by size. And so you can really easily like grab like one cup of ice cream and like literally grab it and like pack it down, like mash it down. And then just like keep adding more and just like keep mashing it down. It's just like condense it all into like that one small little cup. When in reality, it like actually may be closer to like two cups, right? Because it goes based on weights, not based on like the actual measurement. So make sure that if you're not already, substitute your measuring spoons and your measuring cups for a digital food skill. They're super cheap, super affordable, The one I have right now lasts me for over, I think, four years now, like I've always had it. I just change the batteries every six months or so. It's super reliable. It's not like a big investment, like 20 bucks. And it's not like it doesn't really take up that much space in your kitchen. You can definitely hide it in your drawer as well if you don't like the aesthetic of it being in your kitchen. But it is one of the best investments that you'll make on your health and fitness journey because I guarantee you not only are going to be a lot more accurate with like measuring your food now, you're actually going to be fully aware of like how much you're going to be eating per serving of any certain food, right? There's no second guessing it. If the cereal says per one cup or 34 grams, you're not going to measure out one cup. You're going to measure out 34 grams because you know that 34 grams is actually like the accurate way. Same thing with bread. I know this is more of like a nuanced example, but when it comes to bread, they obviously tell you like, okay, per two slices, it's around 200 calories. But then they also tell you the amount of grams. And if you guys notice that the bread isn't always like distributed equally or like sliced evenly so certain pieces of the bread especially when it comes to like the end of the bread because you notice that like the middle of the bread has like the longest pieces but then towards the end of the bread or the edges of the bread the pieces actually get smaller right so if you were to take two of those pieces from the edges they are not actually going to be the same amount as the ones in the middle would be right so even the bread can not be as consistent or their tortilla wraps if a tortilla wrap says 200 calories but it also says like per 56 grams like i will measure out their tortilla wrap because some Sometimes their tortilla wraps can be slightly bigger, or slightly smaller, so you never know. And that is where the food scale comes in handy. Now, the last thing you have to ask yourself before you even start considering making changes to your diet or lifestyle is your activity. Has your daily activity decreased? And this is why I'm such a huge fan of having these stab watches or Fitbits, whether it's an Apple watch, whatever it may be. I personally got mine close to three years ago, I think. It's not even a Fitbit, it's like the knockoff version. So it's like a super cheap version I got for like 50 bucks. It's waterproof, it's lasted up until the this day they're super durable it has been one of my greatest investments on my health and fitness journey I wear it every single day I don't wear it to sleep although I, I could probably wear it to measure my sleep as well um, I don't really care about that I know I get plenty of sleep in but I just wear it every single morning and I take it off at night and then at the end of the night I can look at okay how many steps did I get in today and have I noticed there's like an average trend of like me lowering down my steps on like a day-to-day and week-to-week average I know that my daily activity level has probably dropped and so that gives me a good little gauge saying that okay am I being more efficient? physically active or am I being less physically active because this accounts for all the small little things you do throughout the day this includes the actual cardio you do and your NEAT which stands for your non-exercise activity thermogenesis which basically means all the stuff you do that is not really considered as exercise so as I'm making this video right now as I'm talking using my hands using my mouth moving around fidgeting like all these small little stuff I may not necessarily consider as exercise but I am burning calories in the process of doing this doing the chores like later on I'm going to do the chores downstairs i'm going to do the dishes like i'm not going to consider that and write it on my logbook like okay i did four sets of cleaning the dishes i did two sets of folding laundry like no i'm not going to keep track of that i'm not going to account that for being actual exercise but i'm actually burning calories during the process of doing that going grocery shopping Taking my dog for a walk picking up something from the floor, like showering, all these small little things add up to you burning more calories and increasing your daily step count. And so highly recommend for you guys to grab one of these and have a daily step count goal. Let's say it's 10,000 steps and just like try your best to hit that step count goal. And if you notice that on a couple of days, you're kind of slacking and your weekly average, let's say your goal is 10,000, but your weekly average was around 7,000. Well, there you go. That's probably your issue. You're probably not burning as many calories as you anticipated to have burned. So those are the four things that I would ask myself before I even start. Consider making changes to my diet or my cardio. So, now that we've kind of covered those bases, and let's say you are doing everything properly, um, you are tracking all your food accurately, including the snacks, including the drinks, you got a food skill, you're measuring on your food accurately now, and you are also tracking on the weekends, and you got one of these Fitbits, and your step count stays the exact same, and you're still not losing any weight. Now, let's make some changes. And quite frankly, the changes being made are actually quite simple. Let's say you're eating 2,000 calories right now and your step count goal is 10,000 steps and you're not losing any weight, you're stuck at a plateau and you've been like this for about two weeks now. All you have to do is simply increase your daily activity level or decrease your calories. It's as simple as that. You can also do a mix of both, like maybe increase your step count by a little bit and decrease your calories by a little bit. Or if you're like, can't see yourself eating any less food, just increase your activity level by a bit more. Or if you're like, you know what? I could definitely sacrifice a bit more food and I don't really wanna be more physically active than just decrease your calories by a bit more, right? So you could either decrease your calories by 250 calories and increase your step counts by, let's say, 2,000 steps, or you could keep your calories the exact same and maybe increase your steps by maybe 3,000 or 4,000 or 5,000. Or if you want to keep your steps the exact same, let's say, keep it at 10,000, all you have to do is simply take your calories and just reduce them by another 250 calories. That should, on average, help you lose around half a pound to a pound a week every single week. So hopefully, all that made sense, to you guys, and hopefully you guys took something out of this video. If you guys enjoyed this video, please be sure to go get this video a thumbs up. I'd highly appreciate it. Subscribe my channel if you're new, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out.